Hi, welcome to Marketer for Hire. I'm your host, Sunny Logsdon, and I understand that not all business owners have a marketing background. That's why I'm here, to provide tips and advice on how to build the right team to unlock your business's full potential without wasting precious time and money. Each week, we'll break down complex marketing concepts into easy to understand pieces so that you can delegate confidently. Whether you're a business owner with a marketer on your team or you're just beginning the journey of hiring a marketer, I'm passionate about helping you maximize success. So if you're looking for ways to get the most out of your marketing budget, reduce frustration from lack of results, and provide clear strategic marketing direction to your team, this show is for you. Today, I'm popping in to record a quick episode about how to boost your revenue by expanding your customer base. I decided that I needed to record this after having a conversation with a client who, as we onboarded, said that they really don't have any competitors. Now, I know what she really meant. What she meant was that she doesn't know of another company who does what hers does in the way that they do it. I get that. It's actually something that I hear way more often than you think. Clients come in and saying, I really don't have any competitors. But guess what? I'm sure you know this. We all have competitors. A competitor is not just designed by, you know, another person that does exactly what you do. A competitor is anyone that your client might spend money or time with instead of you. And when you start to think of it that way, we all have a lot of competitors. And digging into who these competitors are can broaden and enrich our messaging and our marketing in so many ways. So today, what I want to talk about is how most of us define competitors and how we should define competitors in a way that will ultimately expand your customer base and grow your revenue because your marketing is going to start appealing to more people. When I onboard my clients, we identify their competitors and then we look at their competitors' messaging to find white space, to figure out where they can stand out. This ultimately drives their messaging. That is where most people stop with their research and creating their messaging. But that's only one part of the equation. The other part is getting people's attention who don't even know that you can solve their problem or fill their need. And that requires some different research. And of course, because I want my clients and you, my listeners, to maximize your marketing share, I am going to go through this step by step so that you can apply it to your business. We are going to do a little exercise to get you thinking broadly about who you serve, how you serve them, and what other businesses they might be going to instead of you. If you're in an office or if you're at home, I would love for you to grab a pen and a paper so that you can work through this with me. If you're out and about, no worries. Just think about how this might apply to your business and to your marketing as we go along. You can always come back and re-listen if you wanna go into more depth. Okay, in this exercise, let's start by thinking about a nutritionist. Who are her competitors? The obvious ones are other nutritionists. Those are her direct competitors. But where else are her clients spending time and money to solve the problems that she can solve? Okay, so if I start to brainstorm about this, I would say that her clients might be going to weight loss coaches. They might be going to their general practitioner because 
People head to their doctor to figure out just about everything, right? So chances are that people are heading to their general practitioner to figure out and solve symptoms that are ultimately related to diet. They are going to their GI doctors and to other specialists to treat symptoms with medication that the nutritionist knows can be treated better and more effectively through diet. Her people are probably also spending money and time on crazy weight loss programs and diets and cutting out all sorts of stuff that maybe they're not even allergic to. So this nutritionist has all sorts of people that her ideal client are going to because they don't know that they need to go to her. So here's how this is going to relate back to you. I want you to think about all the places, all the people, all the businesses that client and customers are going to, to solve the problems that you solve. If you're ready to become a content repurposing machine with quality content at your fingertips every time you need it, what are you waiting for? Let's work together. Head to sunny-logsdon.com and sign up for my one-to-one Elevate 360 program, where you can think of me as your CMO for six months as we tackle your marketing strategy, streamlining and systematizing all of your processes, including your content strategy, so that your marketing runs flawlessly as your business grows. Or if you want to start by tackling your content catalog, book a marketing immersion where we'll get laser focused on one piece of your marketing strategy during a one-day engagement. Head over to sunny-logsdon.com or head to the show notes and click on the link. And let's get started. Okay, so after you have thought about where your clients and customers are going to solve problems, my next question is, what are your clients misdiagnosing? Now, in the nutritionist example, this is really easy. We can get pretty literal about misdiagnosing, right? Because people might be misdiagnosing a rash as an infection when it's actually a allergy to something that they're eating. They might head to urgent care or to the dermatologist to figure out what's going on. Or Maybe they have joint pain and they think, oh, my grandmother had arthritis. This is probably early onset arthritis. I'm going to go check it out with my primary care physician or I'm going to go to a rheumatologist who you know, is going to help me with this. But the nutritionist knows that in both these cases, these are symptoms of poor diet and she can help her patients treat them through a better diet. So I'll give you another example. My clients tend to misdiagnose their marketing problems. They want to grow sales and they think the best way to do this is by growing their social media because that's what we hear related to marketing, right? More social media, more followers, but they don't actually have a social media problem. They have a conversion problem. They don't need more followers. They just need a better strategy and a better system to convert the people that are already following them into customers. Okay, so let's relate this back to your business. The question that I want you to ask is, how is my ideal customer misdiagnosing their problem? Because if they're misdiagnosing it, they are not going to come to you. 
once they diagnose it correctly and they understand that you're the one that can solve this, it brings them to you. Okay, after you've brainstormed answers to those two categories, look at your list. Look at all the places that your ideal customer is spending time and money to solve a problem that you can solve. And look at the symptoms that they're misdiagnosing. Then ask yourself, what is it that they need to know that will make them come to you instead? Why is it that they are going over there instead of to your business and what would change it? All of this is going to lend to your messaging and it's going to drive your marketing strategy. Once you have an idea of the things that they need to know and what they're misdiagnosing, take some time to conduct a brief audit of your marketing messaging. Ask yourself, do your messages explain the proverbial symptoms that you treat? Are you educating your audience? When you start thinking this way, your messaging is going to become so much richer, so much clearer, and you will begin attracting new people. I see it happen again and again. It's just a different way of thinking about competitors. And when you really go deep, when you find yourself thinking beyond the surface level of, here's my competitors, then you're able to put together a marketing strategy that is going to really increase your return because you're going after a wider pool of people and you're able to capture more market share. I hope this was helpful today. I know it's kind of a basic message, but I see people doing it wrong so often that I know it is a needed message. And I know how much it can change the way that you talk about your business. And it can change the way that your audience receives the way you talk about your business. It can increase their understanding of what you can do for them, which ultimately is going to increase the likelihood that they are going to come to you. So send me a message over on Instagram. Let me know what you think. And let me know what you came up with as you brainstormed. You can find me over there at sunny.logston. Thanks for tuning in to the Marketer for Hire podcast. I hope you've gained valuable insights to help you delegate marketing so that you can confidently get out of the details. If you enjoyed the show, will you do me a favor? Will you hit the follow button and leave a review and a rating? And if you've heard something that you think will help another business owner, be sure to send them a link to the episode. I'd sure appreciate it. And most importantly, before you go, I just want to say that I know your time is so valuable as a business owner, and I truly appreciate you spending some of it with me today. Thank you, friends, and I'll see you next time.